0: The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan?
1: Up Michigan, it is hour number three on a Friday on the huge show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Inside this hour, we'll look back at the GLIAC football media days earlier this week in Grand Rapids, and here's what Ferris State had to say.
2: All right, Ferris State, and uh, we've got head coach Tony Anise, uh, Ian Hall, and Xavier Wade joining us. You guys have had a couple of good seasons, huh? Defending, national champs, back-to-back years. How the heck are you doing? Well, we're 0-0 zero zero right now, so we're uh, nervous about everything we hear.
3: Proud of Sparky and Ryan Brady, two former assistants, and uh, pride, proud of what this league has done. Um, a lot of great teams, a lot of uh, great players in here today. Um, so... We're, we're just
2: trying to get ready for it all because uh, we know there's going to be a lot of uh, challenges in front of us. How do you stay motivated when you've accomplished the top of the top the last two years? And like you said, you're 0-0 zero zero coming into this year. How do you stay motivated for that uh, next season? I don't have to be motivated because I don't play.
3: <laughs> and so uh, for me, um, you know, I, I sit back and watch. How determined our guys are and just do it with pride. Um, you know when, when we came back uh, to school in January our guys were just you could tell from the beginning they're just driven for more and it's uh, two things obviously can happen one you continue to grow or, or two you get complacent and, and die so uh, you know we're a team that, that really focuses on growth. Uh, I'm proud of the guys. So, regardless of what happens this year, you know, people always say, free Pete." You know, I want to punch him in the mouth when they say that. So, don't say that, please. Um, I want to just focus on, on the process and just continue to grow. Winning uh, one national championship is obviously a dream. Winning the second is, you know, an extraordinary accomplishment. But it's all in the past. Um, you know, there's there's other teams in here who have been, you know, capable of doing the same thing we did. And We just have that good virtue sure to, to have it happen. And uh, we're just going to be locked in on the process to be the best version of ourselves and more about
2: the dogs. You know, we focus on the dogs and what we can do to be our best. I want to ask you about that process of the program. We took it over and to where it is now. How have you seen this program build to where it is? Well, it's uh, obviously you don't you don't envision, to, envision it
3: to happen that way, you know. Our four uh, core values are faith, order, love, and discipline—our um, kids have internalized those those core values. Their level of uh, you know belief in in the program is extraordinary. Um, the love is a catalyst of our greatness, and we uh, truly feel that about each other, and so, uh, you know, you're just proud, you know, but you don't, you don't coach the game, and, and you, you know, you, you play the game, obviously, with hopes of winning a national championship, but at the end of it, it's not, it's not the end all, you know. Um, I was at a wedding two weeks ago where the end all is seeing one of my former players get married, and there's 20 of my former players there, and, and just the pride you have and, and
2: the men that they become. You know that—that's obviously the you end know. It's more than football, right? I mean, developing developing them as uh, as individuals as well. Absolutely. And
3: was at that wedding reception? So I left early because I was nervous it was going to get a lot of control. So, uh, but it was—it's uh, just just a bunch of great great men that uh, you know just love one another. And so whether it's Ferris State or whatever program that, that you know we're talking about you know, there's just that level of, of connection, and uh, you know, just, that's why it's the greatest game ever played. It's just, you know, it, it, it's multiple positions, you know, like like Coach Wooster, uh, you know, he, he, he was, I knew him, I coached against him when he was in high school, you know, and so the, the game's just never ending, the stories are never ending, and just the connections
2: are, are extraordinary. Fun to watch uh, the game of football, and two guys that played really well for you sit right next to you. Tell us about these two. Well, this one
3: graduated in spring of 2020, Um, so I don't know how he's still around. Um, I don't know how Cade and Abe are still around, I mean, somebody should be, like, passing on in real life, but these guys ain't out forever. Ian uh, is in his seventh year. He graduated uh, a few years ago, and just uh, has a year eligibility left and still playing. And and he's from Grandville, Michigan, and and uh, he's the guy that doesn't fit the profile. A lot of us D two coaches, we you know, we don't talk about the profile like D ones talk about it. And you know, people say, oh, this this linebacker is too short, and this D is. Is too short, so I towel over him. um, I'm five nine, Um, but uh, and Zay is from West Ottawa High School. He's been, you know, he's been as good a receiver as I've ever seen. Um, And last year in week two, covering a punt, he uh, tore his uh, labrum in his shoulder, and so he got medical. And so we're happy to have him. And. you know, they both had great off seasons. They're great, great young men. Uh, West Michigan guys, which uh, we love West Michigan. Um, Davenport's done a great job in West Michigan. Obviously, Grand Valley has, and, and we have a lot of pride. And, in, in, um, you know, Grand Valley won the GLIAC championship. We were, um, you know, basically with, with Davenport. So uh, all three of the teams that were from the GLIAC were
2: right, right in this stadium, market, which is cool to see. Some good football over here on the west side of the state. Uh, Ian, let's go to you. You clearly like the west side of the state. Seven years. How much you enjoy Ferris State, and uh, how in the heck did you milk seven years out of that? Yeah, good question. Um, I'm here for a long time and a good time. So, uh,
4: yes. Yeah, so I uh, redshirted my first shirt, and then medical redshirted, um, and then COVID came around, so that's why I'm
5: uh, still here, obviously. Yeah.
2: Right, how has your experience been? I mean, to, to go through, obviously, um, dealing with what you dealt with, but to still be able to hear, uh, to be here and get ready for this 2023 season, that's got to be pretty special. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm
4: blessed to be here still so and be able to be coached by Coach Neeson and his uh, staff. Um, yeah.
2: All right, and then uh, Xavier Wade, uh, tell us about – you know, Coach mentioned it, you, you had a freak kind of accident covering a punt, missed uh, most of the year last year. How excited are you to be back out there and uh, trying to help this team win? Uh, I'm really excited. You know, I'll probably start crying when I run out there after that, you know, before the game or whatever. But, you know, I'm just excited to be back with the team and, you know, the guys. And, and I just thank Coach for just keeping me around, you know, you know when I was hurt, trying to make me, you know, keep me involved. So, never like let me get too far away so yeah. For both of you guys, uh what do you love about the game of football?
4: Um don't think I'm weird for this or anything, but uh, I just I like the uh, those, those pads cracking. That's what I like the most so uh, being able to hit someone physically and not go to jail for it. <laughs> yeah, I say the same
2: Where I like just being with you know the guys and just you know hanging out with those people who I hang out with. And I'm not, you know, not to Tell us a little bit about, uh, Ian, we'll start with you, about the, the locker room this year and, and the guys on this team, the makeup, and um, what, it, what it's like being around all
4: of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, we've uh, been up there all summer. Uh, we've had record members, so I've been around them kind of. A lot of guys out of state haven't been up there yet, but um, I'm excited to get back uh, around those guys that are out of state again. And, uh, you know, bond with them um, and continue to build that culture with them. Yeah, me too. You know, um, like I said, I'm excited to just go back and just be out there with the guys and, you know,
1: create a new memory with them to talk about and, you know, just experience Fair State, you know, one last time, soak it all in and just take a with you
2: know. Coach, I know you want to talk about the present, but I'm going to take you back to the past one more time. You guys got to go to the White House uh, recently. How was that? Um, I we don't not exactly know I'm exactly
3: in the White House. Nor <laughs> did I meet anybody really important. And we did leave at 4 a.m. and got back at 4 a.m. So it was a 24-hour whirlwind. What would you think of that? Uh, it i had a great experience long day for sure a lot of walking Um, i was a little disappointed when we got to o'hare and our flight was three hours uh, delayed. yeah so uh took some naps in the airport yeah if i got to meet the president or walk around the lighthouse
2: or make an important decision uh, (laughs) i would have felt better well very cool still a a cool opportunity for you guys to go out there Unfortunately, sorry that the playing trips took a little bit longer than expected. But hey, guys, uh, as coach, and he said, I'm not playing, so I I don't need the motivation to get up. But for you guys, you are going to take the field. Tell us uh, where that motivation lies when you've reached the top. You've won back to back national championships. Where is the drive to try and uh, have a great season again this year? Um, Ian, we'll start with you. Uh, I got a couple of
4: answers for this. Uh, My wife, you know, I want to make my mom, my uh, family, sister, uh, girlfriend, her family all proud of me, you know what I mean? Fiancé? No, not not fiancé quite yet, but girlfriend, Um, and then um, just want to leave it all out on the field, have no regrets.
2: Xavier, go ahead. Can I have a question one more time? Yeah, just where, where does that drive come from, uh, as, as Coach mentioned, to stay motivated when you've, you've reached the top and you're trying to have another great season this year? Um, what's pushing you to be great again this season? Uh, just looking at myself in the mirror and just, you know, being my
5: own biggest critic and, you know, as well as pushing my teammates and, and even the coaching staff just to, you know, if, I, if that's what I have to do. I don't I didn't necessarily need to do that, you know, I just – want to show up and just be the best you know i can be personally and hopefully that energy feeds off to the next man and so you know it's just a a nominal effect
2: just hopefully we can all figure it out and just find our identity and just go out with a bang you know There's a lot of good football in the Midwest and specifically in Michigan and there's a lot of great rivalries uh, across the leagues, Big Ten, Mac, GLIAC. uh, Tell us what it's like to be a part of coaching in the Anchor Bone Classic.
3: Well, it's uh, it's like any other game, truthfully. Um, I think both institutions um, know that they gotta beat everybody else, right? And so, uh, You know, we we try to focus on ourselves. We spend a lot of time um, thinking about Ferris State. um, And, uh, you know, when that game comes, which I don't know the date of it, nor do I want to know. I know it's at Grand Valley this year. But uh, other than that, we want to, you know, like, we want to play our best every week. So um, we try not to overplay the the rivalry. It's hard. You know, it's hard to play a team, like, four times in two years, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, maybe sitting there, like, calling our plays before we call them and stuff. And so, it's hard, you know? Um, But I think, and and there's a lot of, obviously, we're in West Michigan, but uh, so it's hyped up. And I think there's a lot of respect from from both programs. I think the players, you know, they, they work really hard. We respect them. Um, and, and truthfully, like, you know, I said this in our press conference before the game, but you go back and, you know, you go back in history, like um, in 15 um, we split, in 16 we split, in 17 we narrowly won, in 18 we narrowly won, in 19 we narrowly won, in and, and, and 20 in the regular season we narrowly won, I had a snowstorm in the playoff game, that's 21, excuse me, 20 was COVID, and then this year, we won by one, and they, excuse me, they won by one, and we won by three, and the game we won, they probably should have won, and the game they won, we probably should have won, it's like, it's just, it's pretty wild, but also, you know, you can sit and talk about Saginaw Valley, we've had two really tough games against them, I mean, Michigan Tech, this year, just... You know, they were just so good against us. So um, we played Davenport twice. I don't ever want to play Davenport twice again, you know. And so it's hard. It's it's really hard, and and unfortunately, um, the process has been where we have, in the playoffs, separated um, the Kliak schools, and somehow, someway, we're hoping that will be fixed over time. But uh, it's hard on all of us, it really is. Because the more you get to know a, a, an opponent, the more the game's kind of stagnated, you know. And uh, it's, it's been a grind. And, and obviously, um, there's just great coaches along with great players.
2: So it, it's tough. It really is. Last question uh, for, for both you guys. Um, just what you're looking forward to uh, or an expectation, perhaps, uh, whichever way you'd like to go with it of uh, this year. And let's start with you, Ian. Um, I'm, I'm looking to,
4: same as, since I got here, just every, when every day, uh, I said this early, when every day, when every quarter, when every week, and, uh, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, so, you know, take it, don't, not too quick, and just let it ride out, and, Yeah.
2: You sound like a coach. sound like you've been there seven years. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) All right, Xavier. Same question to you. Expectations this year or uh, what you're looking forward to most as we get the season kicked off? I'm just looking forward to being back with the team and staying healthy. All right. Cheers to that. Uh, Ferris State, the two-time defending champs. Um, We'll see what they do this year. Head coach Tony Anise, uh, defensive end Ian Hall, and wide receiver Xavier Witt. Thanks so much for your time, guys.
1: That was conversation with Ferris State football and head coach Tony Anise and a few of his players about the upcoming season in the GLIAC and D2 football.
0: From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge.
1: That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to BeanGarder.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com, that's dot rcom and they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at beangarter.com. You're
0: listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: the huge show across Michigan. Earlier this week, League football had their media days in Grand Rapids, and new Michigan Tech head football coach Dan Matlack and some of his players had a chance to talk about the upcoming season.
2: Uh, coach Matlack, let's start with you. Uh, as uh, the commission mentioned, four new head coaches. You're one of them. Uh, tell us about being in this league and uh, representing your alma mater. Yeah, hey, uh
6: since 2017 so that part is not new obviously in a new role so uh, been quite a bit different since uh, the transitions happened but we were fortunate enough to keep uh, four of our coaches on staff um, in full-time roles that uh, were with us a year ago or more um, obviously know all the guys that are in the locker room so that part of it was very easy um, looking good looking forward to getting back together with these
2: guys and, and, and uh, getting to see them roll now Tell us about what it's like that first year trying to build your program. Obviously, there's a lot that you have to do. You have spring ball, and then here comes the season. What are kind of the goals, or, or what have been the uh, the things that you're trying to do to get your program started in the right direction?
6: Yeah, I think anytime there's a change in leadership, uh, obviously there's going to be differences. Uh, even though I've been in locker room since 2017, um, trying to have uh, a new voice at the top and get everybody on the same page um, was a challenge at first, and uh, thankfully we have locker room that. Uh, pleases itself and very mature in that way. So, uh, made that stuff easier. Everybody kind of knew what direction we were trying to go into and, uh, right from the first team meeting we had in December before we vote for, for Christmas, uh, through now, uh, everybody's been, uh, going in the same direction. So that part's been, uh, uh good. And I give these guys a lot of credit, obviously, uh, being leaders in our locker room and, and, uh, taking over that part of it to, uh, downstairs and, and in our weight room and our offseason conditioning and everything, um, Everything's rolled right into our summer. We've had a great summer. Um, we're on 65, 70 guys up here uh, for the last uh, month or so. So i uh, pretty fortunate for that part as well. So we've got a group, great group on campus and uh, can't say enough for the work that these guys have done.
2: Yeah, before we get to these two, tell us a little bit about the two that you brought and uh, why you decided to bring them here and your expectations
6: for them this fall. Sure. I, I think the uh, the uh, uh, production on the field speaks for itself, both sides of the full- sam obviously was uh, on the shelf last year with the season injury and uh, everything he's done up to that point in his career um, to get back ready for this this last go around for him uh, incredible with what he does his, his voice the way he goes about his business um no question our, our, our leader on that side of the football and, and really in the entire locker room it doesn't matter what position they are but uh darius uh, takes care of everything he needs to Uh, not going to say a whole lot but um, he is uh, very much a guy that is going to do things the right way Um, our our receiver group is pretty veteran right now and he leads that up
2: and um, a huge part of what we're doing offensively as well. We'll see if we can get a few words out of him before we we leave here Sam let's start with you though coach just mentioned it You, you weren't able to play last year but you had a really good 2021 season tell us how excited one you are
7: to get back on the field this season yeah, my sabbatical lasted a little longer than I would like, but coming back, it's really put the fire back in. It's like just like coming from high school, usually a red shirt and get back into it, and I'm just really excited to just get back into this senior year, play with all the guys that I came in with and some younger guys, um, even get to play with my little brother for a season, so I'm super excited to get back on the field.
2: Is there something you can learn from, uh, obviously I know you guys all want to play, but Mm -hmm. just kind of taking a step back and watching the program and then getting back out there the
7: next season? Definitely one thing that I reflected on and I saw that it really helped me was some emotional control. Because obviously watching your team go through highs and lows is very difficult. And the highs you want to be there and the lows you want to be there even more because you feel like, oh, if I could have been there with them and helped them throughout the scenario. So I think the emotional control throughout a whole football game and
2: throughout a whole football season is very beneficial for the longevity of the team. Darius Willis over here to the end. Uh, tell us about this offense and, and what we can expect this year. Uh, Coach said um, you're a leader back in the wide receiver group and obviously going to be a big part of this offense this season. Yeah, so this offense coming up, we are
6: pretty veteran group in the receiver room. We have Brandon from the bag, myself, and Ethan. We all,
0: we've all got a year under our belt now, so um, Looking forward to that coming
2: back as well. I heard that uh, you caught passes last year, but y- you threw the ball as well, right? You can do it all, huh? Um, yeah, that um, that one pass
0: versus Northern, yeah. It was um I was shocked it was called but
2: you know working out. <laughs> but you executed it, right? Executed <laughs> it, We rap it enough that you shouldn't have been shocked. <laughs> Uh, Sam, let's go back to you. Tell us what it's like playing. I mean, you talked to a lot of coaches and representatives from this conference this week, and everybody seemed to be in unison. This is arguably the most difficult
7: conference for football in Division II. What is it like playing every week in this conference? It's fun every week because every week is a competition. It doesn't matter who's across video you at any given time. Um, you go to war every single time of the ball and play the defensive line and going against, you know, among these old linemen. It's a battle every single play and that's something that I always enjoyed. From snap to whistle, we're going after it every single time and everyone understands that there's that, always that underlying threat of violence that as soon as that snap goes we're coming for each other. And also even after the whistle, ah, you got me that time, ah, you got me that time. So I enjoy every aspect of the game from as soon as the national anthem sung until we look at the scoreboard and see who won. Darius, same question for you. Tell us what it's
2: like competing in the Act. Um, it's pretty good competition all
0: around. Um, we can week out, you have some of the best DBs in the country, so learning, you get to learn from them and you get to learn what you're good at, what you can do versus them and just build game in, game in, game in,
2: game in, and just keep going from that. Coach Medlock, let's, uh, let's come back to you. I know you've been a part of this staff, but now as the head coach. Um, what have you learned to to get yourself prepared for this opportunity yeah I mean
6: uh, that goes back to my first job uh, started out at at Northern Michigan actually uh, for Coach Anderson and um, worked for Keith Otterbein at Hillsdale College, um, and then most recently here with uh, Coach Olson at our place. We try to take bits and pieces from everywhere, uh, make it your own when you get there. I think the biggest thing uh, for myself, being at the place where I played and, and uh, was an assistant for uh, six years and now taking over as a head guy is uh, these guys all know me. Uh, everybody in the building knows who I am. Uh, so being authentic with what we're doing uh um, trying to get established uh, moving forward, I think is important. Um, they'll know if it's, uh, you know, stealing it from somebody else or trying to be phony that way. So everything we've taken uh, moving forward is, uh, I gotta be who I am. Um, you know, the guys that we brought in, outside of the people that hung on, um, guys that I've known from the, the past know who I am, know what Michigan Tech is, know what Hope is all about. So, um, you know, it's just trying to, uh, do things my way um, and uh, you know that's all I can I can do i uh, gonna make some mistakes along the way obviously I have a bunch of people in my corner uh, coach Curley, who was a head coach at Tech for a long time still in town um, bounce things off him all the time so there's gonna be things that I don't know um, and I'm not uh, a person that's too proud to go ask for that uh, kind of help if I need it so um, got great guys
2: in my corner and, and have been very fortunate to learn from some of the very best uh, up to this point You had success uh, as a player at uh, Michigan Tech and obviously being a part of winning this league. Do you take that experience and and utilize it? Does that help you now as being the leader of this program? Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, at a school
6: like ours, uh, with what these guys have to go through on a daily basis in the classroom, uh, the location that we're in is unique for a lot of the guys that we recruit just because of uh, uh, how far it is from home. Um, You know, so those types of things that I dealt with back in the day, whether it be myself or buddies that went through it, uh, you know, you can take it back to locker now and, and help them out with that part of it. But, um, you know, it's a, a, a unique place up there and um, they've already said it. Everybody said it in here. We play in the best league in Division II football. Um, so, uh, getting our guys to a point where uh, we are in a position to be competitive every single weekend on top of uh, making sure they're taking care of their classroom work and, and uh, socially uh, taking care of their end as well. Uh, it's a challenge, but uh, these guys know what they're getting into when we recruit. I
2: want to ask you two guys and start with Sam. Um, obviously, Coach Metlock, he's been on the staff, but now he's, he's the head coach. What, if, what is something that you've learned from him in the past or maybe this year going through spring ball and getting ready for that uh, first ball camp
7: with him as head coach? Yeah, um, I really felt the transition. Like you said, we had a meeting in December before we all went on break, and the air of the entire room changed. Like I believe Coach and I had the same philosophy about football and how we attack any given football subject. And in that meeting itself, the transition was so smooth and everyone knew just the look in the eye. And the feeling from that point on through spring ball through, through summer workouts and the going through uh, fall camp will be the same where it's laser focused throughout the entire, throughout the entire structure of the program. Serious? Yeah, I'd say the biggest thing I've learned from coaching my life is just conducting yourself as a player
5: um, on the field, being, like Sam said, laser focus, and just treating it like, like taking it serious and just being like, this is what you have to do, you have to do it this way and just building up the...
2: Alright, give me something. I know I know fall camp is a grind, right? You're trying to gear up, get back in shape, and get ready for that, open, uh, that opener this year against Minnesota Duluth. But, uh, Darius, let's start with you. Something you really enjoy about fall camp that you can't wait for. Um, I guess the biggest thing is
0: just being away from football for, I think it's probably the longest break from football during the year. So, just getting back to the swinging thing is being 70 or 80
7: is back summertime. So. I enjoy just being out in football too. Sam? Uh, besides, of what, I like the ice baths after practice. It's pretty nice.
2: <laughs> you like the cold, huh? Uh, it, you don't have to answer if you don't want to, guys, but is there anything that you really don't like about fall camp? Is there one thing that you're like, I could go without this?
7: It'd be cool if it was like 55 <laughs> all the time. With the weather. Yeah, that'd be cool. But besides that, no. It's pretty much fun the whole time. Well, it's going to get started here quick. Uh, last question
2: for, for all three of you. And Coach Metlock, let's let's start with you. What is the expectation here in 2023? Yeah, I mean, I, I, obviously we will
6: you know, handle our uh, team goals uh, behind closed doors here we get started in a couple days but uh, I think every single Saturday uh, what we're looking for from a staff standpoint what these guys are going to know the expectation is is fundamentally sound um, in everything that we do Uh, being a disciplined team and then uh, anytime you play against the competition that we have week in and week out uh, the mentality of that we're not going to back down to anybody um, showing up with that kind of uh, mentality from these guys standpoint
2: Um, and uh, whatever happens from there we can be all right. Sam Kinney, as we mentioned, back on the field this year, your expectations and what you're looking forward to?
7: Just keep my speed as high as I possibly can. Obviously, sitting through last season, not being able to play, it really made a longing for the aspect of every single part of the game. So whether it become running and conditioning, lifting, practice, or playing in the game, I just want to enjoy every single step of it and do it as fast as I possibly can.
0: How about for you, Darius? And my biggest thing is building off of last year or so, just improving every
2: aspect of our team um, chemistry-wise on the field and just continuing to improve each game. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Best of luck for this season. Uh, this is Coach Dan Metlock, uh, Sam Kinney, and, of course, Darius Willis, and uh, they will get started this year, August 31, at Minnesota Duluth.
1: That was Conversation earlier this week at the Gleak Football Media Days with Michigan Tech's new head coach and also some of the Husky players.
0: Everything huge 24 7 at thehugeshow.net. Elevate
8: your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse, now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef, pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature signs, and Roots' legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at rootscris.com. For your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are back broadcasting across Michigan on The Huge Show. And earlier this week, Gleak football had their media days in Grand Rapids, and Saginaw Valley State head coach Ryan Brady had a lot to say about the Cardinals.
2: All right, next up, we got Saginaw Valley State head coach Ryan Brady, Jars uh, Grissom, and uh, defensive back Michael Woolridge. And uh coach let's uh let's go back again I know we're looking forward to this season but start with last season uh you guys pick up eight wins you go 500 in Gliac uh, tell us about uh, last year and how you feel coming into in 2023
8: Yeah you know it was a solid year um, obviously we didn't uh, we didn't reach our goal Um, extremely high expectations Um, I was very proud of the guys Um, you know we had a tough tough schedule and we got a tougher schedule this year which we're excited about so um, you know I just believe to be the best you got to be the best and so uh, we're looking for every opportunity we can to compete against the best that not only the GLIAC has to offer but uh, you know nationally as well so um, you know proud of uh, what my guys have done Um, but we got got bigger goals uh, ahead
2: how do you achieve those bigger goals and take that next step you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to leadership. You've got a great, great leaders. That's why at least, these two uh, awesome young men are here
8: today. Um, both of them are great leaders. Um, they're great men. Um, they're, they're some of the hardest working um, young men and football players that I've ever been around. And so, you know, that was kind of the, the, the credentials to join me here today. So um, the, the, these two lead the charge in every way. So you got to have great leadership, and then, and then you just got to have an unbelievable amount of discipline. You know, um, and so you know those, those two things I think really drive um, great programs. And you know those are areas we we'll have to grow on uh, this
2: fall. You and know, I were talking earlier in the week, and uh, you take a lot of pride in, in playing in the Glee Act. All the history you said, um, some great coaches, great players, and it. it is continuing now. With there not being a bye week, once you get into conference, it's a difficult game every single week. What is it like coaching against? You? I know you'll face new coaches this year, but what's it like being a part of this conference and trying to coach against the opponents? I mean, it's a lot of fun,
8: obviously. Um, got a lot of great memories. I've been around a lot of a lot of great coaches. Um, but you know, uh, kind of piggyback off what of Coach he said we're, we're just really focused on us. So. We can't really get caught up in uh, um, all the other teams because there's just so many great teams and really it's um you know we, we just need to focus on what we need to do to be at our best and do the very best version of ourselves and so that's really um what we've been focused on and i think our process our our development's been very good and looking very forward i'm very excited to, to get rolling in 2023
2: all right, these two guys next. So you got your quarterback, uh, Jarvis Grusom, and uh, defensive back Michael Woolridge. Um, tell us about these two and what you're expecting from them this year. Yeah. Um, so both these guys in our program,
8: this is probably going to be the most competitive and um, talented, and deepest team uh, we've had. That. So um, these guys know they got to earn it. You know, um, Jarvis is going to be competing against two other quarterbacks, Michael Horl and uh, Willie Taylor outstanding and so he knows he's got to go win that job the same thing uh, with Mikey here you know he's been a three-year starter for us but he knows you know Miles Gresham and Eli Gordon are are right there they 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 won his job and so I'm really excited because it's going to be just a a fun camp because this is going to be so competitive at every position as a coach you're you're excited because you got great depth and and you got great kids
2: all right and then we've, we've really got some great leaders this should be a good recipe for success. Uh right,
5: Jarry, so let's start with you. Tell us about the uh, the quarterback room this year. Um, it's a lot of talent in the quarterback room. Um, um, you know, Mike, Willie, uh, they, they are tremendous and know, good quarterbacks, you know, so you've got to be on um, your Ps and Q's you know, every time we are out there and compete, you know, so. Um, I actually love competing. I've been competing my whole life. You know, college when I was at Eastern Michigan, um, Morgan State, you know, so, um, you
2: know, competition brings out the best on me, so I love it a lot. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. You you've moved a couple of different
5: spots, but it seems like you found a home uh, with Saginaw Valley State. What has made that place uh, a great spot to be? Yeah. Um, so um, Coach Brady, they actually you know, took me in. Um, you know, I can you know, be myself. Um, I can be myself at the other schools as well, but you know, being at Saginaw Valley State just feels like home. And um, I just, I find, I found my love with football by going to the field you know, every single day, putting um, that chemistry with the receivers. You know, so. I love it I'd say, this game.
2: All right, Michael, for you, tell us about uh, the defensive unit and uh, what you're looking forward to this year with that group. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly what you said. It's a unit. You know,
0: everything we do, we do together. You know, it's not one person that makes that defense uh, special. You know, it's everybody on that field that works together. And, you know, we're all on the same page. We've got a great uh, defensive scheme. Um, everybody really compliments each other in the position they're at. So, it's super exciting to, to play around and uh, hop at different spots at, at different times and um, be all over the field. So.
2: Coach Brady says you're the communicator there on that, on that unit. Um, tell us about when that characteristic came into your heart of playing football. Yeah, I mean, I played quarterback in high school. Uh, not necessarily that's my position,
0: but just kind of the spot I had to be. So I kind of had to step up in that in that new role and, and kind of you know build those characteristics um, as I, I, as I played the game. But um, right now, like it, it's, there's probably about five or six guys that could be up on the stage, you know, um, talking for the rest of the team and the rest of us. So, you know, it's not really just me out there. we got a whole group echoing everything that uh, the coaches are communicating from the side of them.
2: I want both you guys to tell us about um, the tough opponents you play because I believe you've got five more opponents this year that made the playoffs last year. So he said he wants to play the best, and that helps you to be the best. So um let start with you. What do you think about playing those tough teams? yet? Yeah. Well, you want to you don't want to wait to the um, to the playoffs to you know,
5: play playoff football. We want to play playoff football. You know, um, when the season comes, you know. So um, you know, we got to get ready. You know, Play. Come on, play, hard, play, tough football and yeah, um, we'll execute whatever coach to do. Michael, same for you. Yeah, I mean, we got a brand new strength coach
0: and he's religious and skilled that, you know, it doesn't matter who we're going up against, it's, it's us versus us. And every single time, we got to look ourselves in the mirror and go as hard as we can because we're not every single week we play, I mean, we're in the playoffs, the best of the two conference, and the nation, should not So, you know, every single week
2: we're playing somebody good, so you got to beat yourself first before you can beat these teams. Coach Brady, you, you talked about death being uh, the best it's been since you've been here. So kind of expanding on that from when you took over year one to where this program is at now. Um, are you happy with where it's at or what, what is the, the goal for you or where do you want to be? Yeah, we want to championships here. Um, and so uh, we, we feel like we're in a
8: good place. Uh, my staff's an outstanding job. Uh, I feel like we've recruited very well. Um, our retention uh, has been great. Um and our development has been has been very good, to be honest. And so uh, we're seeing a lot of really good things in our program from a lot of young players. Um, so that's exciting. Um, and so it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a really competitive uh, environment uh, this fall. And so it's one that um, you know we're all really excited about. Um, and I know uh, my guys are bought in and,
2: and they want to earn it. Jars, what's a fall camp like under this man? Um, I mean, it's a lot, you know, but um,
5: we have fun, though, doing it for sure. I mean, from the meetings um, to um, being at, you know, um, on-campus spots, you know, like, you know, it's fun, you know, just, just being around the team and being around the coaches, you know, so um, I like it a lot. It's fun being with the coaches and being with everyone else.
2: Michael, you've done this a time or two. Is is this the best part of the year for you? Like to be in season, or, or tell us how you feel heading into fall camp and getting the season kicked off? Yeah, it's definitely the, the
0: most fun part of the year. I mean, it's been such a long time since we actually got to play football and be around everybody on the team. So when fall camp goes around and it's the same thing every single day for a month, we kind of forget what day it is, and it's just you know hanging around with your boys and um, enjoying every single moment that we had together. So.
2: What kind of team bonding uh, do, do we expect to get here with fall camp? Me or him? You. <laughs> uh,
8: we always have to go on a retreat so we'll take, uh, we'll take the team and we'll, we'll head across the state and we'll, we'll do a lot of team building and leadership training and we'll go stay in these little cabins and um, some of it will be fun, some of it will be really hard. And so we love to challenge the guys. Um, and so uh, our number one goal in our program is to have fun. Um, and so we just try to have fun with everything we do. Um, it's such a sacrifice. There's so much hard work that goes into uh, the college football, and so we just—I just want to make it as enjoyable as possible for these guys. And so uh, we we do have a lot of fun. And um, you know, camp to me is uh, the rules have changed so much that there's no more two a days or three a days, and so. You know, the rules make it such we have to be creative to, to make it like uh, a great experience for the guys. I think we've got a good model. I think our guys uh, really enjoy themselves and, and we do connect uh, at a very high level during the ball game.
2: Uh, for both of you guys, Jarvis and Michael, my last question for each is just the, the leadership component. I know Michael asked you a little bit about it, but going off. Uh... The team bonding and getting to know uh the new members of your team and continuing to build that relationship with the guys on it um how much do you enjoy helping out the, the younger players that are coming to this program for the first time man um i enjoy it a lot you know um, just to, i just be myself you know um,
5: just, um it's um good to just be there and just get to learn about the other guys and you know, spend time with them um you know, having personal conversations with them you know, it's uh you know, it's a it's a good time, you know, and it makes you want to play harder for your brother. You know, you when know, you actually have a, a personal conversation with you. you know, so, I mean, it's a it's a great time for sure.
0: Like you've Yeah, 100. I, I mean, when the young guys, young guys come in, it's not like they're the young guys to me. It's like that they're part of the family and that they're my friends just as much as, I, as the guys that I've been with have been my friends. You know, so. Being able to pour into them and just speak life into them and just let them know that they're where they're supposed to be at. You know, it's probably one of the greatest feelings. So,
2: yeah. Coach, the last question, just to finish up. Um, Obviously, we know you want to want to win games this year. You guys all do, but. when you look at expectations, how do you measure that, and uh, what are you looking for specifically
8: this season? Yeah, you know, our focus really is just getting better today. You know, um, and so you know that's that's what we've been talking about all summer, and this whole off season. Is is uh, you know, we can't get too far ahead of ourselves. I mean, we have a really tough home opener against a playoff opponent, um, but we, we can't. That's so far away. Really, we just got to worry about what we need to do uh, to win today, um, and that's that's really. I think our, our team has adopted that mantra, um, and it's just having a growth mindset, um, we're just trying to be the best that we're capable of being, uh, not only as individuals, but as a team, um, and so I've been very proud of the team, um, they put in an amazing amount of work um, this summer, um, you know, we had just about every player in our program, that has been there almost all summer, but it's our freshmen, so almost 100 guys, um, these guys have been just relentlessly um, chasing their dreams. So I'm just really proud of them. And um, they, they put themselves in a position now to uh, to really compete in 2023.
2: All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Um, good luck the rest of the way. we got the fourth-year head coach, Ryan Brady, quarterback, Jars Crissom, and uh, defensive back, Michael Woolridge. Thanks, guys. Yeah,
1: thank you. That was Saginaw Valley State head football coach, Ryan Brady, and his comments earlier this week at the Gleeck Football Media Days in Grand Rapids. Big. Bad. Huge.